Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry. Dribbling on Brooks, stops, leans up, shoots the ball, it's a three, it's a bank shot, no good. Porter with the rebound, back out to Draymond, to Curry, 25 seconds to go. Curry doubled, gets to the hash mark, goes all the way in, left hand layup, good! 109-102, the Grizzlies have to talk it over, there's only 19.6 to play. And that would pretty much seal it as the Golden State Warriors and the much-anticipated rematch this year with the Memphis Grizzlies come up winners tonight, 113-104 to to improve to 16-2 and at home. Hi again, everybody. This is Dan Avone, and welcome to the Warriors wrap-up as Golden State taking care of Memphis in a game that was chippy, that was a, a game that had that sort of energy, the electricity that felt like, yes... As often as you hear that phrase, a playoff contest. It felt like the postseason. And why not? These are two teams that are building that sort of rivalry. And it usually starts, well, I would point back to last year when Memphis knocked them out of the postseason, an opportunity to get into the postseason. And then, of course, the Warriors dominating everybody in the NBA. But who do they lose to? It was Memphis, and it was out at Chase Center. So you knew, you knew that there was an asterisk next to this one. It was chippy throughout both teams going at one another. And quite frankly, I'm sure Memphis does not care for the Golden State Warriors. And the Warriors, yeah, they return the favor. And they're not very fond of the Grizzlies as well. And that's that's what makes for good rivalries. That's what makes for good basketball when you get that sort of sport hate. And today, the Golden State Warriors get over on the Memphis Grizzlies. And they do it, of course without it's a depleted team and welcome to COVID 2021 without the likes of two of their stars in Jordan Poole and of course Andrew Wiggins also not available was Damian Lee and Andre Iguodala but hey nobody cares quite frankly if you're Memphis nobody cares that's on that opposing bench this is this is a battle of attrition everybody's dealing with losses so the Golden State Warriors they knew that they had to rely on one guy much like that of last year. First name Steph, last name Curry. You may have heard of him. And tonight he comes through. And he comes through in a large, large way. 
46 points, eight threes on 22 shots. That's worth underlining. That's worth mentioning. He was efficient tonight. Steph was in rhythm, and it wasn't as though he was trying to create space. It wasn't as though he's throwing up heat checks and trying to trying to be that guy and forcing threes. It all was within the flow of the offense, and yet you knew at some point, right, because we had done shows talking about why is Steph under 40% from three-point territory this late into the campaign, that it was just a matter of time before he hit that on switch, before he became the Steph that, of course, we're all accustomed to, or resonating in the back of your mind, at least it wasn't mine, and I'll come clean, is this sort of the leveling off point? Can he go back and revisit the sort of Steph that he was, as we talked about last year in his MVP-esque year? Could he be the Steph that had thrown up those ridiculous, those absolutely mind-boggling threes in carrying a team as we so synonymous with the success of this team over the, the last seven to eight years and the arrival of, of course, Steve Kerr and that dynastic run? Was it all behind him? And tonight, it wasn't necessarily critics, but tonight he just said, listen, relax, everybody. Bit of a funk, but he's back. The eight threes and 22 shots, 46 points. The eight threes were the most since that win against Cleveland, which was about a month ago. So if you think about it, he had been, been kind of dry in Curryland, despite the guy having an MVP-type season, despite throwing up nearly 30 points a night. The bar is so high with this guy. What we expect from him is just basically it's not human for him to maintain that pace and that consistency as far as, far as shooting threes. And tonight, he was the Steph of old as he comes up with the big 46 points in the big, big win. So just to take you down the stretch, by the way, Sterling, let's open up the phone lines, 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Score tied at 102, right? As the Warriors had taken a lead after a step three, but three consecutive turnovers. They didn't even get shots at the rim, tied this thing up. And Memphis, listen, Memphis, as expected, they muck it up. They slow it down. They got depth. They're cohesive. Games are never pretty when you have, you know, guys like Steven Adams in there. But Dylan Brooks, he's not a pretty player, but he's effective. And, and he takes pride in his defense all over Steph throughout the entire game. But Steph dropped 15, don't forget, in that third quarter, and then 15 in that pivotal fourth quarter. But, again, the key to this game, tied at 102. And how are they going to close, right? You don't have Wiggins. You don't have Porter. So it's a, it's a question of who else? Who else can, can step up and be that other person not named Steph Curry to give you big baskets down the stretch? And guess who they were? GP2, and Juan Toscano-Anderson. That was the story. That's how the Warriors got through. And that's going to be sort of the story going forward when you're talking about the absence of key players. And listen, we hope that Wiggins and Jordan Poole, they get out of COVID protocol, return with the team. We hope Damian Lee is back in a short period of time. And, of course, Andre Iguodala. Well, listen, when it comes to Andre Iguodala, and I've said this repeatedly, take your time. Take your time, old man. Because we do need you towards the end of the campaign and when it gets to the postseason, we got to make sure that that man's healthy. So if it's mid-December, late December, and you're not at 100%, that's all right. We, we can live without you because we definitely need you when it comes crunch time. So down the stretch, it was GP2 and Juan Toscano-Anderson and much more, of course, on GP2. But out to the phone lines, 
as we want to check in with our caller who wants to talk about the wires. No, we don't have a caller. All right. Sterling's just messing with me. Sterling just wants to hear my voice and just ramble at the heavens here for the next 20 minutes. But the Warriors and GP, it just gives me an opportunity. Quite frankly, a caller would have interrupted this, this rant about GP too. 22 points tonight. Now, I've talked about this, and it's not just me. I'm sort of echoing the sentiment of Dub Nation that he needs more run. He needs to, oh, you know what, Sterling, I'm looking at it right now, and it actually says don't go to a caller, and that's exactly what I did. But GP2 finished with 22 points tonight. And GP2 is a guy that, this isn't just an outlier. Well, the 22 points is a season high, but he is a positive impact every time he's on the floor. And GP2 is noted, of course, he's making a name for himself, and he's, he's getting stick and run in the NBA, and that's why he was you know, getting those 10-day contracts is because he would D up. But he's much more than a defensive specialist. This guy... If you're thinking about a guy 6'3", maybe 6'3 and a half as a guard, and actually a lot like his old man, different in that, you know, Gary Payton Sr., the legend, the Hall of Famer, was not a guy that played above the rim, but would play in the paint. GP2 could actually post you up. His up and unders were legendary. And then, of course, he could step out, hit threes. But Gary Payton Jr., a little Gary, as Gary Sr. refers to him, the balance with this guy as far as scoring down inside. He is not afraid. In fact, because of his athleticism, because of his quick hops, he's effective in the paint. And he'll backdoor. In fact, he looks more comfortable standing in there in the trees. And he just wedges in there. He finds his space. And and he's very, he's very adept at scoring in the paint. And you just don't say that about a lot of diminutive guys at 6'2", 6'3", in a good day. But Gary Payton, that's, that's where he lives. Now, typically, you know, he wants to rise and flush on you because he will dunk on anybody at any time. It's his, and that's, again, I think that's, that's the reason for his comfort down there. He's not as tall, clearly, as anybody who's living in the paint, the centers and the power forwards, but his quick rise lets him, allows him to play at that level. And it's not only that he can jump, but he, he's quick off the floor. So he can play... You know, he can play above the rim, and he can play in that area code with the bigs, and it gives him that level of security that he's very, very comfortable inside. And then he steps outside, and now he's hitting threes. And he's been efficient. He, I believe he's above 40% from three-point territory all year long. So if GP2 continues to stroke consistently from long distance, that to go along with an interior game, And then his defense, now I know he's getting minutes, obviously, because you need him and you need a score. But I'm saying that even when this team returns at full complement, that this is not a guy that's just a novelty act and look at him, you know, strip another defender or pick another pocket and go the distance for a dunk or another turnover. No, 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 no. This guy's for real. And now, now he's giving you points on the offensive end. It was GP2 along with Steph Curry. That's your backcourt of the future, fans. All right, Steph. That'd be Sterling. We do have a caller this time. 888-957-9570. Let's get out to Lorenzo. Lorenzo wants to chime in on the Warriors and talk about J.K., the kid, Jonathan Kaminga. What's up, Lorenzo, and welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm honored to be here at 95.7 The Game. I just wanted to um, ask you, how valuable do you think Kaminga will be to the potential 
Golden State Warriors run in the playoffs this year, do you think he'll give any valuable minutes? It all depends on his development. And they're going to take their time with him because they don't need him. If this was a year ago, he would get serious minutes and get serious run because just like that of James Weissman, they needed to develop guys in order to be competitive because essentially all they had was Steph and Andrew Wiggins as far as offense. But thankfully, they have the luxury of depth this year. So you can bring Jonathan Kaminga along. So while he gets time with the Golden State Warriors, then he can go down in the G League when he's sitting on the edge of the bench, and he can continue to learn. That's the key, man, is that, you know, this isn't Detroit. This isn't Cleveland. You're not hitting a reset, right? And that was what was so strange about the Warriors is that you have the core of your team, which is comprised of Hall of Famers, yet you were in the lottery. Typically, if you're in the lottery, you're a crappy team, and you're going to get an opportunity to get drafted by a crappy team and then play. Well, that's not the case with Jonathan Kaminga. You don't need him because you've got the likes of Draymond. You've got an Otto Porter. You've got a Bielitsa. You, you've got, you know, you got the likes of, of Draymond Green and Steph and Kevon Looney. And so they now have the luxury of, of bringing Jonathan Kaminga along and making sure that, you know, that he's learning and that he's going at their pace. Now, he could probably learn a lot more if he was playing more, but again, he's with the Warriors, and this isn't a bottom feeder. The Golden State Warriors are not a project like that of Cleveland or like that of some of the other lesser-than teams where you often see lottery picks go to. So it's a different route for Jonathan Kamiga. Could he be a contributor towards the end of the season? I think so. I think so, and you know why? It's because of his mental makeup, man. This dude does not care. You know, nothing against... James Weissman, but he ain't James Weissman between the years. This guy, he feels as though he can deal on anybody, and there's a level of confidence. It's just a matter of having the physical tools and all that raw ability matching that level of confidence because there's no doubt in my mind that I think that he knows he belongs. It's just a matter of where he's going to be at when you talk about the end of the campaign. But I foresee him playing some role, a significant role with the team that has a chance to win an NBA championship. I certainly do. What that role is or how many minutes, well, we'll find out in the months ahead. Let's stay on the phone lines, 888-957-9570. Let's get out to Mountain View and say hello to Brent. Brent, what's going on? And welcome to the show. Hey, uh, it's, it's good to be on here. And uh, I, was, I just wanted to talk uh, more about Gary Payton and his, his game tonight. I was actually there. Um, what do you see uh, – going forward with this team and with Clay Thompson coming back, uh, how do you think Gary Payton and his role on the team will change uh, as, as the Warriors get uh, more players back from injury? Well, they won't rely on him as much as tonight. But as he continues to throw in 22 points to go along with the defense and also give you that interior threat, as I talked about, he's making a case to give him more minutes. And I think that that's what you're looking at. I mean, think about where he came from, right? This is the last guy in the. This is the last guy when they broke camp to earn a roster spot. It came down between him and the veteran Avery Bradley, and they went with GP two. So while you know when you're the last guy in the roster, you're sitting at the edge of the bench. You got to earn your minutes. So he gets on the floor and he proves that he can make some stuff happen. He shows that he's got a lot a level of energy. And then suddenly Steve Kerr says, okay, let's give him some more time. And incrementally, what you're seeing with GP2 is that he's doing it the old-fashioned way, man. He's earning his minutes. This is a guy that he's not a lottery pick. 
like the before-mentioned Jonathan Kaminga. He's the farthest thing from it. In 2016, when he came out of Oregon State, he didn't get drafted. Everybody overlooked him. Six years he toiled around looking to get a job in the NBA. He's earned every second, every minute that he gets right now on the floor. And what he's proving, and I don't mean to, you know, to get into this storyline that somebody ought to do a Disney movie about the guy, but that's really what this is about. This is about hard work and stick-to-itiveness. And now he's put himself in a position, while he won't get the sort of minutes he, he enjoyed tonight, but he is a key component to the Golden State Warriors going forward. And, Brent, as you had talked about, what happens when Clay Thompson comes back? Well, Clay is going to obviously get his minutes, but there will be time carved out for GP2. And why? Well, he's earned it. He's earned it on both ends. First of all, if you can play defense in this league, especially with Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors, you're going to get an opportunity. But now you prove to me that you've got some offensive game and you can step out and hit a three with that left hand. And you could also, we know how comfortable you you are in the paint and the ability to dunk and get the crowd involved. Hell yeah, you get run. Hell yeah, you get you get minutes. It's just a matter of Steve Kerr, and I don't really envy Steve. I mean, it's a, it's a good problem to have, but you've got to factor in a lot of guys, especially if Jonathan Kaminga begins to develop. Because you got a lot of guys and a lot of role players, but it's a good thing, right? Because now you have depth. But part of that depth, of course, is the likes of one GP2. Before we get to the break, talked about Steph Curry. Time for the Steph Curry three-point update brought to you by Masterclass. Steph has made 162 threes, including eight more tonight. Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. We continue here on 95.7 The Game and the Warriors wrap up. More on the Warriors' big win, 113-104, to as they take care of Memphis. I want to talk about Otto Porter. Why? Well, stick around. I'll explain here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Morant gets it on the wing. Bain drives all the way. Rejected by Porter Jr. who got up quickly. Draymond takes it down the right sideline the other way. 
Warriors going right to left on your radio dial. Pump fake, fly by three ball, Curry! Here comes Brooks again, slow motion move, blocked again by Porter! It goes out of bounds to the far side, Otto Porter Jr. What a rim protection right there. Well, we thought Otto Porter Jr. would have to have a big impact offensively, and he may well, but defensively, he's made his presence felt in the first two and a half minutes of the game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Hi again, everybody. It's Dan Avon, 113 to 104. The Golden State Warriors improved to 16 and 2 at home. Now 26 and 6 overall sets up, of course, the big matchup against the Phoenix Suns, in which they will do down in the Valley of the Sun as they meet for the third time this year to try and settle things. Of course, the Suns won round one, doing that at Phoenix with DeAndre Ayton having the big performance. And then, of course, the Warriors bounced back a couple of weeks back with that big convincing win at home over the Suns. So, It'll be a lot of fun in front of the country. That's the marquee matchup. It's the Suns and the Warriors coming up Christmas Day. And, of course, all the action can be heard right here on 95.7 The Game. Well, as we heard going into the segment, a little Otto Porter because we need to highlight this guy. Now, Otto Porter, keep in mind, out of Georgetown, number three overall. A lot was expected out of this guy, but injury sort of you know, sidelined him, although he signed a huge contract, keep in mind. It wasn't a max deal, but it was close to super max money. He was upwards to like 24 mil. So, you know, he's at a point in his career where he'll do the veteran men and come to the Golden State Warriors because he's looking to get that elusive ring. He wants a title. And Porter has been gigantic. And Otto Porter, and the reason why I wanted to talk about him is because, like, tonight he finished with, you know, the eight points, and he's been good. People talk about how he can spread the floor. And he's good in that short corner three. But he rebounds the basketball. And the Warriors don't have a lot of guys like him. Yes, Draymond can rebound. But the other guy is Otto Porter. And I don't mean rebounds off the floor. I'm not talking about rebounds after a missed free throw. I'm talking about real grown-up man, put-on-your-big-boy-pants rebounds. Rebounds in the paint. Rebounds when you're putting a body on the likes of someone like that, of, of Mr. Adams, and getting after it. Rebounds at crunch time in important, important junctures of the game, as he proved tonight. Big offensive rebounds. Big defensive rebounds down the stretch. So keep in mind, yes, while these guys and bigs now hang out in the corner looking to stroke that three, he's 6'9", and he's filled out. And one of the things he does is he provides that, that interior presence, something that the Warriors don't have a lot of with the absence of James Weissman. And Otto Porter is one of those guys that is providing some of that dirt down deep. Let's take a quick call before we get to Steve Kerr's press conference. Let's hear from Mike, who's standing by in San Francisco. Mike, what's on your mind? And welcome to the show. Yeah, I want to talk about this win. Just really impressed. Uh, I thought with all the COVID uh, being under man, I thought Memphis would uh, win this game tonight. And the Warriors, what a gutsy performance. This really is a major confidence booster to beat this team without your second and third leading scores against a team who's really given the Warriors a really uh, tough issue uh, matchups and nightmares really for the past couple of years and obviously came in the chase and beat them earlier this year. Uh, just incredible. Besides Curry, who was all-world once again, he was just incredible. I know he shot him off, but tonight he was just locked in like in the usual show. But to me, I thought GP was the difference maker, man. This guy... He's going from just a role player to, I think, becoming critical part of the rotation when, when they get all their guys back. I think this guy is showing 
he deserves to be there in the fourth quarter when the game is on the line. He does it all, man. He can score the ball now. He's showing he's got an offensive game. He's just not an elite defender. And uh, he's showing Kerr, hey, give me my minutes. I deserve to play. And, man, he's big time. And you mentioned the other guy, uh, Otto Porter, man. He's been big time. What a great signing he's been. I thought he would fit in perfectly. And he's, he's just gelling well with this team. And the other guy, JTA, man, he just does whatever it takes to get it done. So, man, this was a hell of a win against a team they've really had trouble with and major confidence booster. And uh, going into that huge game in Phoenix on Christmas Day, uh, this is a game that I really think puts them in place because Phoenix right now is just rolling right now, man. And it seems like no matter what the Warriors are doing, this Phoenix team is just on another level right now. So it's going to be wire to water all year to the end. So, hey, man, the Warriors better strap it up. This is going to be a fun race to the number one seed in the West. Thanks for the time. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Mike. Yeah, it was good to see Steph, the old Steph, back tonight. 46 points, the eight threes on 22 shots. You're going to need Steph, especially with the absence, of course, of some of your big players due to COVID, that being Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, the other two scorers on this team. So you know a lot is on the shoulders of Steph Curry, much like that of a year ago. Speaking of Steph, speaking of the big win, let's hear from the head coach. Here's Steve Kerr following tonight's win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Steve, how would you describe uh, Steph's performance tonight? Um, yeah, vintage, vintage Steph. I mean, that's um, about as good as it gets, you know, against a, a very physical defense uh, with great size. I think over the last uh, 10 or 12 games, you know, Memphis has had the best uh, defensive rating in the league. Um, so they're a really good team defensively. And for Steph to go out and get, get 46, um, he, he showed, you know, showed every bit of his talent tonight and his will. How have you seen Gary grow his offensive game? How do you explain it? Or just how have you seen, have you, how do you explain it? How have you seen him just? Oh, how have I seen it? Well, he's, he spent the summer really working hard on that three point shot. He revamped it a little bit. Um, and works on it daily and uh, he shoots the ball with confidence, you know, and he's um, the guy who's had to claw his way to get to this point. So he's, he's fearless. You know, he's, he's finally getting uh, a real chance to, to play big minutes on a good team. Uh, So he's, he's the kind of guy who's going to seize his opportunity and make the most of everything. So it's, uh, he's fun to watch. When you signed him to that 15th roster spot, and because you said you said it before the game tonight and a couple other occasions, I need to find more minutes for him on the floor. When you signed him to that 15th roster spot or he was brought in, did you expect yourself to be saying that time and time again, I need to find more minutes for him. I need to find more minutes for him. Well, we the one thing we, we really liked this year was the roster uh, around Gary. You know, we, we felt like last year we wanted to play him more, but it's hard to find combinations that fit. And this team is so versatile. It's really easy to find uh, a five-man combination that that allows Gary to play the way he plays and and, um, and allows us to get the most out of him. Um, so we, we knew he would play a role. Um, we, we really liked him a year ago and all summer. And we knew we needed a, a defensive-minded guard uh, to complement the rest of the roster. So... Um, we, we, we expected him to help us win games, but, um, you know, a game like this, that's uh, four for seven from three and 22 points. I didn't expect that. 
A couple of things, Steve, just how important were the the non-Steph threes? You had 11 of those and everybody kind of pitched in. Gary, a part of that. And then also, what did you like defensively tonight? Yeah, JK made a couple of threes in the first half. That was big. You know, we uh, we were down 10 points or so in that first quarter. And I thought JK came in, did a good job. Uh, Belly made made some big shots. Um, and uh, so it was... Um, you know, if you make 19 threes, you're usually going to win, and we needed to to make them. Um, so, really good win. But the defense was was solid too. You know, 42 percent shooting. Uh, we held Memphis too, and um, after their sizzling start, I mean, they were smoking the first eight minutes or so. Uh, we were able to cool them off a little bit anyway, and uh, do enough to to win the game. Steve, Steph, and recent games been less efficient than he was earlier, you know, and so, so you suggested the other night, maybe a little bit tired. I don't know, but how much of this do you think is just was him pressing to get the record and the hangover that maybe followed that? And how did he look to you tonight, given what's what you've seen in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. I mean, this was his most efficient game in a couple of weeks for sure. Um, you know, I think there, there was some pressing going on as uh, he was nearing the record. Um, but I think also over 82 games, um, you, you just, you know, there's going to be some ups and downs and, and Steph never lets a, you know, a few subpar shooting nights bother him. So uh, this didn't, didn't surprise me. Um, the, the law of averages are going to catch up. Did you feel his frustration boiling a little bit in the last couple of weeks? I mean, it seemed like it came out a little bit. There were a couple of times where he was, he was frustrated. He was, you know, missing some shots, but um, you know, he was also in the midst of um, chasing that record and there was a lot going on. So um, biggest thing is, you know, we've, we've managed to uh, continue to win and um, you know, Steph is, is such a competitor. Um, he, he wants to win first and foremost. And, and so that that's been happening and that's been great. But he also wants to play an efficient game and and uh, and make shots. And tonight he was uh, he was deadly. On the uh, on the play, you guys kind of clinched the win. He, you know, it was a miss, but it was kind of skill for of him to hit rim. Uh, and then Otto gets the rebound, kicks it out, he gets the drive. Um, how important is that in a situation like that? I mean, for him to even just get it up and get rim on that. To get, I'm sorry, I he he got rim on that. Uh, three that Porter oh, gets yeah, three. Yeah, 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 on the uh at the end of the shot clock. Yeah, yeah. That was a huge play. Um that's not easy to do under duress and uh, you know so for for Steph to uh to put it on the board um catch the rim and then Otto who who made so many big plays tonight in terms of his rebounding his his block shots he had a great uh, verticality play against Ja uh, late which was key. Um that was a big sequence. You guys, um, have, you know, your next five, I think, are what, uh, Phoenix, Denver, Denver, Utah. Um, how much do you, you know, he was just mentioning some of the other guys making a bunch of threes. How much do you just kind of need some random contributions here and there without Jordan and Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you're without uh, several key guys, um, especially scorers, you know, guys who you rely on for points and shooting, um, you pretty much have to find – um, a couple of guys making shots each night. And uh, tonight we got that obviously with, with Gary and, and uh, JK and, and um, 
you know, Otto, we, we expect Otto to make, make shots, um, belly too, but those guys knocked down five threes between them. So, um, the margin for error is definitely slimmer and, um, we just have to uh, do what we did tonight, which is defend and then just, you know, find ways to score. What do you make of the fact that you guys were out rebounded the entire th- first three quarters by a pretty good margin? And then the fourth quarter, you clobbered them on the glass 13 to five. What do you make of that fourth quarter turnaround? Well, it, it went hand in hand with our defense. Uh, we made, made a lot of stops. And if you're making stops, then you got a better chance to get, you know, get more rebounds. But um, I think, um, you know, they are a, a monstrous team. They're a really big team. They had 14 offensive boards and um, they're, they're, they're a handful trying to keep them off the glass. So did a much better job in that fourth quarter. And uh, that, that was a, a key part of the win. So now coach Kerr gets ready for the big one against the Phoenix Suns coming up on Christmas day. Until then, this is Dan of reminding you, It's the Warriors and the Suns coming up right here on 95.7 The Game on Christmas after the big win today over Memphis. That'll do it for Warriors Wrap-Up. We'll see you back here tomorrow afternoon with Shamari Block and a gentleman by the name of Alan Stiles right here on 95.7 The Game. So long, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.